and welcome back everybody to the just one more level podcast i am your co-host christian and i am your co-host john and this week we played a little bit of fallout 3 yes yes you we seem did. excited so fallout 3 you never played it until now right no i've never played fallouts i i've never played any of the fallout games until we played them for the podcast right so right which I we started with was... fallout 1 but that's completely right. different like it, not even close no it's it's not even close to this i mean it, it is close to this in in concepts and in world well yeah that yeah is, the world that, is that all is based it. off the same thing and whatnot of course but gameplay right. wise it's just completely different now you've played yeah. other bethesda games though right like skyrim mm, kind of kind of okay so this is yeah. kind of your introduction to bethesda then this is yes awesome. i um i i played the first 40 minutes of skyrim which for the uninitiated is pretty much just the setup of your character yeah yeah you, <laughs> that, you, you ride in you you get yeah, attacked you, by a dragon I, i've seen the meme i've seen the meme the meme yeah. you know you wake up in the hay the hay ride and you just wake up like, in the hay one day and you you wake up in the hay and like, <laughs> when the guy says good good you're awake because of just the way that that starts out it's you know, funny to everybody um it's but i think it's just i mean we're getting off rails but i think it's just yeah. because like if you play skyrim a lot you just have to deal with that stupid intro over and over and over again and it just gets old real <laughs> yeah. quick i think that's why everybody memed it but anyways fallout yeah. 3 though completely different the intro for fallout yes. 3 just because i've played it so many times i find a little bit uh bland but i, I like didn't it think so it was much cool. more than skyrim yeah i didn't think it was as cool as the intro for the first game honestly i I think the intro for the first game is is uh, better honestly but here's what i thought about this game strangely enough this would be a good first fallout game yeah yeah very this would much be so. a good first introduction to the world um and in the first fallout game i felt too immobilized by the fact that i didn't know how to play the game like i didn't know how to play that kind of game i didn't understand the controls or how i should move the character so i had to read a reference guide and then I had to have that reference guide handy while I was playing the game as a companion text. And I could barely get any get into it at all because I, I was completely inhibited by not knowing how to play that kind of game. Just a product of its time. It was very good for its time and it's still very well constructed. But yeah, well, this was much are, more accessible to me. Just to be fair, there are other games that are made in that same style that control very similarly as well. It's mm. just that's a very computer type of game and you're newer yes. to computer games and yes. uh nowadays most games that people play on their computer are also made for consoles so they have extra right. uh features built into them to make that possible which then makes it more accessible to people who grew up playing on consoles and only consoles but mm -hmm. uh just to be fair there are other crpgs that that work a lot like fallout and honestly i think the original fallout still holds up very well from a control standpoint but with that to said used to it yeah Yes. Well, and with that said, though, I 100% understand what you mean. And I believe that was a thing that Bethesda was specifically going for, like something they were trying to do with this update, not only by turning it into a more action oriented shooter RPG, but also making it more accessible to a wider audience. So no longer is it a PC, you know, computer RPG. It's now a action RPG, first person shooter RPG that you can play on every console out there, your PC, whatever you want to do with it. And right. Bethesda, in my opinion, just create worlds like no one else. Like, I, I, I honestly don't think there's anybody else who creates better worlds to just play in than Bethesda does just full 
couple of little interesting things. And right. so them taking the existing world of Fallout and kind of giving it their own twist and coming up with this product, I I adore it. I think it's wonderful. And yeah. I definitely agree that it's a great introduction to the Fallout series. Um, this guy. Quite possibly. By the way, yeah. I'm just looking at his beady little eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, what I noticed the whole time. But yeah, quite possibly a better introduction to the Fallout universe than Fallout, um, yes. in my personal opinion, which is odd coming from me because I'm usually the type of person that wants to play everything in order. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think Fallout 3 is just a great introduction. I agree 100 percent. Yeah, um, that, that's how I felt the whole time I was playing it, especially since um, in the original Fallout, I I had no idea what my stats meant or how they affected my my player character mm, just okay. because I'm new to rpgs i understand the meaning of those words i understand what strength and perception are (laughs) but i didn't know how that was going to relate to my gameplay like what what was that going to do when i encounter an enemy or when i am trying to do a task Mm -hmm. um but this game when you start going through it, it it takes you through your entire life up to the point where you spoilers leave the vault and enter <laughs> enter the waste much of a spoiler these days but yeah spoiler. yeah it took um, me like an hour and 20 minutes to get there so I'm well i'm spoilers. glad that you did make it out though because one of yeah. the other things that i really love about bethesda games um is mm-hmm. that they tend to do a big reveal moment and uh-huh. with fallout 3 the big reveal moment obviously is whenever you first leave the vault and everything's like white because the sun's so bright your first time ever in daylight and then you get out there and you just see this wasteland in front of you coming from inside this vault where everything's mostly pristine you know kind of old looking run down a little bit but Mm -hmm. still you know very shiny very clean comparatively and then you step out into the wide world and it's just dead trees everywhere lots of brown some slight shades of green uh just junks uh piles that pass for cities off in the distance and it's just it's an incredible reveal and it's something that will always be burned into my mind is just every fallout game uh well fallout three and four or at least um, whenever mm-hmm. you first step out into the new world. Nice. Yeah, it, it it it's very... I had a lot of fun with just exploring and yeah. taking my time. Going back to the special stats, um, if you're watching the video stream, you'll see this moment in the, uh, in the stream. Um, you're introduced to what those mean in this game by uh, reading a children's book. Mm-hmm. You come across a children's book and they give you little rhymes for special and um they they spell out what all of those mean and uh, let me see if i can remember all strength perception endurance um c charisma charisma, intelligence agility and uh liability luck luck there you go yep (laughs) luck uh that that, that's what that means which uh, luck is something that i started to um lean towards I leaned towards luck a lot more and mm-hmm. uh, charisma. I like and See, intelligence. Um, growing I, I up, really like that. I had basically the same build that you're talking about. Um, uh-huh. But I've come to learn and it's one unfortunate thing with most Fallout games. Charisma uh-huh. ends up not being that useful really? in most of the games mm-hmm. um, because there's not a whole lot of checks that go off of it and then you can increase it later if you need to, whether it's through, you know, t- taking certain chems or uh, by increasing certain skills later on or whatever um but intelligence very important you always want to have that at a nine because that dictates how much uh 
points you get every time you level up to put into skills uh, later on. Really? So yeah, so that's just you gotcha. know the pro strats that most people know, but new players like yourself that will uh may help them out. And then luck it has a lot to do with your crits and stuff like that. So if you're playing like a sneaky crit type of build, then then you definitely want to have high luck. Um, I don't know, but it's what just that a lot is. of fun. Oh, but, so um, a sneaky crit type that, of build that sounds pretty. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> I'm guessing that that means that you sneak up on people and get critical hits the first time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Basically, you want to get as many critical hits as you can. And okay. uh, sneaking gives you guaranteed crits, basically. Um, but right. You can also get okay. crits just randomly just... and whatnot. And having your luck modifier increase gives you. I was just making sure because it sounded like you were you were using a slur. And I was like, <laughs> Christian. <laughs> them sneaky crits let me tell you um but yeah no so i mean we're getting a little deep into the mechanics but i yeah well that's that's part of the fun that i was really having with this game that i wasn't expecting because when you said the game transitions away from being so heavy into rpg and becomes much more action oriented Mm -hmm. i thought of something totally different i thought that it was going to get rid of a lot of the things that make an rpg an rpg and it was going to turn into something like the um rebooted tomb raider oh yeah no how in uh, how in the rebooted tomb raider the gameplay is completely action focused but you have rpg elements going on like you can upgrade your weapons and you can put skills into a a sort of skill tree a skill timeline actually is more like what it is in uh, (laughs) tomb raider but um that's what i was imagining so when i got into it and it was just kind of easy to move around gameplay but it was really immersed in the rpg stuff you know it, it you had your 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 nine or however many how does math work eight letters eight eight stats <laughs> um seven and i then, think but yeah seven it's fine yeah it's fine um <laughs> i can math i can math it's fine um and then you have all of your your other points and they play off of each other because mm-hmm. when i i leveled up coincidentally i think it might be meant to be this way but i leveled up when i got out of the vault and when i got into the wasteland yeah as soon as i made it into the wasteland it was boom level two so I don't know if they give you an XP dump at the door to make sure you level up. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, at at least every um, run I've done, I'm pretty sure I leveled up it right after leaving the vault as well. So yeah, right there. Yeah. Um. So I leveled up right there, and I was reading all of the different points that you can have in addition to your skills, um, or your stats. I'm not sure if I'm using all the vocabulary right, but that's fine. You know what I mean. Um. You you get points for your special, and then you get points for all of your other things that relate to your special. Yeah. For Um, anybody who's never played special is like the skills the that acronym. you get at the beginning the attributes that you get right at the beginning and yes. you don't get to change those at later in the game unless you take specific perks which are unlockable abilities every level or is yes. through certain in-game events but every mm-hmm. time you level up you get points for skills skills are your more fine-tuned stuff like how well you handle guns how well you can uh, lock pick doors hack computers uh, right. how well you can barter things like that so right and that's um that that's that's what i was trying to say there yeah your perks and your 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 actual skills Mm -hmm. like heavy heavy machine guns and yeah weaponry and and things like that um so the the faces in this game though christian are yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I mean, the game is quite old at this point. It, I it is quite old. So exactly when pass. it came out, like yeah. 2009, um, sure. give or take. So right. it's, this is definitely PS3 era. This isn't PS2, but yeah, no, no, this was a that's PS3 how I game, define. But... I don't, I don't define games in the actual names of the generation. Right. <laughs> like, like I, I would not say fifth or sixth generation. I would say PS2 or PS3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, so like it still has a lot of RPG elements. Right. Don't get me wrong. It's just not as role play as the other ones are but bethesda in my opinion does a really good job of making games open to a broader audience without completely alienating their old audience now yeah that may be a controversial statement for some because like skyrim was so much more dumbed down than oblivion or morrowind was um and and fallout 4 is a little bit more dumbed down than 3 although not as much uh so i I don't want to stick up them for too much in that regard, but I I do agree that Fallout 3 is still a very good RPG game. It's not just a good action game. Now, funnily enough, though, they did screw up a lot of the actual first-person shooter elements. And I understand that there were struggles on how do you you get better shooting a gun without increasing your real-world skill, but through in-game points. And so they they did what they could to make that better, to make it RPG-like. And, I mean, I think the end result ended up being okay but you'll if you if we continue this series and you end up playing fallout new vegas or fallout 4 you'll see that it gets much better later on the gunplay does to the point to where some people feel like fallout 4 is more of a first person shooter than anything else um okay but it's just it like it's weird because they use the same engine for all their games that's just how bethesda works so fallout 3 uses the same exact engine that oblivion did which obviously is a completely different game with no sense of guns or anything like that and if i remember correctly from what i've seen in documentaries in the past how they made guns actually work was they just treated the gun basically like a staff and the bullet like a magic projectile just one that happens to be moving very fast (laughs) basically so you're basically every time you shoot a gun you're casting a spell essentially is how they how they worked it into their engine to get it to work and then because of all the complaints with the gunplay not being quite up to snuff they retooled their engine for fallout 4 and Mm -hmm. made it much much nicer from a from a shooter standpoint um okay so so i um i wanted to get into a little bit of talk in uh in this game that we didn't get into in the first one because the first one was very introduction heavy right this is a franchise that we're venturing into and eventually once we cover enough sequels of some of these franchise games we might fool around with making some playlists of franchises so you'll be seeing this one potentially right after the first one maybe just in your recommended videos so i'd like to get into it here I have heard tell uh, around the campfire. Um, <laughs> the uh, the Fallout games, these vaults that they take place in. Now, Christian, I'm I'm new to all of this. Yeah. I see the overseer as just uh, a general kind of jerk, right? He he's running this place, but yeah, he's he's kind of skeevy. He's got something to hide. You're getting a sense of that from the first hour of this game. Um, you yourself, you know, your dad is uh, some kind of doctor. I think he's either yeah. the medical doctor or a scientist in the in the vault that's Um, complicated 
but okay. you don't figure okay. out how complicated until much later on. So okay, so uh, you know, first hour impressions. He's either a medical doctor because he gives you an exam later on. Yeah. Um, and then he's uh, he's also some kind of scientist. He works down on the react reactor uh, with his uh, with his bro. I forget his name. A Jonas. Jonah. That sounds right. Some, yeah. Something Jonah. like that. I think it's Jonah. Um. So he's working down there with his bro, and uh, he apparently someday after you become an adult and you get your first job, your first real job in the vault uh you your your dad escapes he, he dips uh his bro dies he's killed and well, i was gonna um, say killed more than dies yeah yeah uh and they're they're all on the uh they're all on the hunt for you so you have to escape and your uh your main squeeze trying to use 50s lingo here <laughs> Amada, she she comes and tells you that you gotta go. You mm-hmm. have to leave now because they're after you. You are your father's son. Apparently, I don't know what you did because in my playthrough, I don't know how you scored on your um. What are they? Your goats? Yeah, your goat. I don't know how you scored on the goat, but I scored um as a, a kitchen cook. He told me I'd be a cook in the kitchen, and then I, actually, I could I don't change. Remember, to be honest, most of the time I just don't take the goat, but I decided to go ahead and sit down and take it for this playthrough. I didn't and... know option sadly yeah okay. if if you select the right string of dialogue options you just don't have to do it he'll just let you pick whatever you want and then leave um but anyways okay. but i uh even though i did set down to do it this time i don't remember what i got but <laughs> um yeah oh, so well. i got i got uh kitchen cook and then mm-hmm. i could pick you can pick uh skills yeah a- a- after the test is is what it, it it's a framing well, it, device to let you pick skills yeah going it, into it the pre-picks ones for you based off of what you score on your test because right. basically they're asking you questions to get an idea of how you might want to play this game. And then yeah. they're giving you three choices that they think will most help your playthrough of this game, help you enjoy this playthrough of the right. game. Um, but and of it's course, a brilliant way to frame that. Yes, too, because I, I agree. It's, it's following you through your adolescence and into your adulthood. Mm-hmm. And we all know, especially in a politically corrupt world, standardized testing is a part of adolescence. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's what we got going on here but going into what i have here okay oh mm-hmm. the third camera angle by the way absolute trash i couldn't stand it for the a third second. person camera angle you yes. mean the third yeah some people angle. actually prefer playing that way and oh, i understand that it gives you more view of what's going on around you so it gives you technically it gives you an advantage in I like guess, combat and things like that but i agree on earth it's trash. why are you not in the middle though yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> You're because it's an over the shoulder the... view you want it to yeah. be over a shoulder view in third person because if it's not then your character models blocking too much of the screen that's the same for pretty much every modern third person game you're off to the side it's worse in this game though it's (laughs) not the same you're locked to like an extreme (laughs) you're 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 all the way over though and it moves around you in in a weird way it's it's weird i don't like you know honestly i've never i've never had an issue you've never noticed that with with it like that no i mean it just feels back me up in the comments if you guys know what i'm talking about oh my god i feel like i'm going crazy amber noticed it immediately when i was playing the game she was watching me and i switched she was like oh wow why are you all the way over there i don't know it just feels like a normal third person camera to me like i can understand i can i can agree that maybe it's a little bit wider but yeah i don't know maybe it's because i've played so many bethesda games and 
so that's yeah. just you know how it is um, yeah and if you if you but, like it i'm not going to tell you that you're well, no i still person, think the but... first person views a lot better don't get me wrong oh, okay. gotcha. but i uh i never thought the third person view was bad though just oh, okay i see just not the option for me or yeah most people i know uh but yeah no that's interesting oh, okay. anyways okay. <laughs> but yeah so anyways you're in a vault yep and this vault was built by vault tech whatever yep. it's called vault tech okay yep. and they made a lot of them obviously because you live in vault 101 right yeah uh, i forget which vault you're from in the first game it's 70 something isn't it I, I don't, don't, I don't remember, remember off the top of my head, but there's there's um, a bunch of vaults, a bunch of there's a bunch. So yeah. I, I can recall something from my youth that uh, this vault is a very vanilla sort of experience for you. Mm-hmm. Um, not all the vaults were like this from what Definitely i'm hearing not. yes and I, I i don't i i haven't looked too much into it i just remember people talking about it like at school and yeah. they would talk about like did, did you hear the theory about what went on and and vault this number and and vault this number and i think this character belonged to this vault and i was just like oh oh so <laughs> i'm i'm yeah. guessing that um you you lucked out uh there Again, were some some terrible vaults it gets <laughs> complicated and i don't yeah. want to spoil anything for sure the That's plot fair. line of Fallout 3. But I just in general, yes, Vault Tech as a company did not have a very good set of morals for sure mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh they used this opportunity of having people stuck in vaults you know for or die basically those were their two options they used that opportunity to run experiments of varying okay. degrees of um you know from from relatively mild tame things just little stuff like um uh, you're you this group has to stay in the vault for this amount of time before they're allowed to leave this group has to stay in there for this many hundreds of years before they're allowed to leave just small stuff like that to Mm -hmm. completely messed up experiments like ensuring that they wouldn't have enough food to survive the stay and to see how they would go about it uh straight poisoning people and Mm -hmm. just again i don't want to spoil things but yeah just a bunch of different kinds of experiments and that's one of the fun things with the game is as you're exploring the world every once in a while you will find another person from a vault Mm -hmm. a vault that you've never heard of and that just gives you more lore for kind of what they went through and what their vault was like compared to yours and then of course there's also the opportunity to run across other vaults and then explore them and loot them and see what happened in this vault to discover what happened in this other vault and uh it's it's just another really interesting piece of the game gotcha okay yeah so that's uh something cleared up for me that i was uh, i was curious about i didn't know if that was straight up like creepypasta level stuff people just kind (laughs) of talking and thinking about things on the internet or if that was actually supported in the game because uh fallout is one of those franchises that i've been hesitant about getting into for quite some time because it has the same kind of uh potentially toxic fan base that skyrim does and that uh some some other um random tv shows do like for instance i didn't want to watch rick and morty for the longest time because i i saw people that watched rick and morty and heard people talk about rick and morty and it seemed like the kind of things that they were attracted to about the show would be things that i'm not attracted to in a show you know what i mean so uh in and i feel like they got a lot of it wrong they they, they kind of uh misread or they clung to things about the show that i personally didn't cling to but i enjoyed a lot of other things about the show and 
And I feel like I'm having a similar experience with this game. Um, I really, really enjoy the game. Mm -hmm. And I did not think that I was going to enjoy it as much as I do. Um, Because a lot of the other people that I find that play it, they just talk about like, especially Fallout 4, they talk about like mowing people down and they talk about their weapons that they can get. And they talk about being a sharpshooter. And uh, specifically, my one friend loves building um bases he loves building like um like way too much time doing that yeah (laughs) right he he like he likes making the camps and he likes Mm -hmm. having certain attributes and uh certain machines and certain kinds of buildings and things inside of his camp so he's he's over here using it like minecraft (laughs) and uh like like making uh making camps which i i guess factor into like tower defense i i don't fully understand how well that's unique to fallout 4 that did not exist in fallout 3 at all um, okay. But yeah, no, you, there are predetermined areas in Fallout 4 where you can build up settlements. They're called settlements in Fallout 4. Um, Fallout okay. 76 is the one that has camps, um, okay. which are completely different, although built off of the same base. Um, but anyways, okay. in Fallout 4, yeah, there are certain areas you can build up a settlement. People can then can come and live inside that settlement and okay. help you get more food, more water, run machines so that you can um, get you know extra ammo or, or craft this item that item whatever um Mm -hmm. and then the tower defense thing is just obviously in a post-apocalyptic world if there is somewhere with a bunch of food and water and other stuff that is now extremely valuable you're going Mm -hmm. to be attacked by undesirables um of all sorts so you have to build up defenses so that your settlement doesn't just get completely destroyed and everybody murdered basically right gotcha Um, and but again unique to fallout 4 though unique to fallout 4 okay yeah yeah and so that's the thing i hadn't heard about fallout 3 in a very long time you know because when fallout 4 came out it kind of took over everything everybody was playing fallout 4 everyone i knew was playing fallout 4 anyway yeah even people that wouldn't uh typically be fan of what i thought surface level judging a book by its cover fallout 4 was you know people that are usually playing uh indie games or um really obscure japanese rpgs uh (laughs) were playing fallout 4 you know so that that was uh that was something pretty cool that i would have would have gotten into if i had the access to at the time and i'm glad that i do now um because i'm really into this game i'm very much into it i love how heavy it is on the rpg stuff considering how light i thought it was going to be using that for comparison i can understand i can understand how people are like no it's it's not it's not rpg (laughs) it's action game i i get i get that i know but i mean i personally think that fallout 3 is still an excellent rpg to to be right. honest like for, for for me the uninitiated um the the person that does not play rpgs i i am most used to games like super mario brothers that mm-hmm. that is what i am most used to i'm most used to side scrollers or 3d action platformers platformers right. are my wheelhouse that's where i grew up that's where i feel the most comfortable i can understand the mechanics of a platform and talk about them all day so that was the point of this podcast guys the entire point of this podcast was for christian to play through his exhaustive backlog catalog of games and for me to expand my horizons and play these games that i've always been curious about and that i've always wanted to play but i've never gotten the opportunity to because i'm always so overwhelmed and i have so much anxiety about trying to break into this because there's even christian's library which is a a small sampling of the games available to play uh christian has over a thousand games (laughs) (laughs) and that's yeah that's a 
lot. So well, and it wasn't just for you though. Like this podcast no. also helps me pick out what I actually want to play because right. there's the whole I forget the technical name for it, but there's a thing when there are too many choices to where us as humans just tend to either not make a choice or just pick something that we've already picked a million times instead of trying something new. Yeah. Um so this also helps me play some of the stuff that I've never even touched and just be like, okay, is this actually worth playing or is this not worth playing? And then of course right. we can also help you guys out because if you watch the show and realize that your tastes are very similar to mine or very similar to John's, then mm-hmm. you can now be like, okay, well, Christian liked this game, so I may like this game as well. And then you can pick it up and try it or vice versa. My tastes are very similar to John's. He liked this game. Maybe I'll try it mm-hmm. out. Um, right. So yeah, really, it's, it's really for us as much as it is everybody else. Oh my God, <laughs> Christian, can we get the t-shirts made up? Team, team Christian, <laughs> team John. Oh uh, no. Uh, maybe someday. Maybe someday. Millennial jokes. Some millennial of you jokes. are potentially too young to understand what that means. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, uh, oh, but oh, yeah, no. so I mean, I'm, I'm really glad you enjoyed it. And I'm excited to play more yeah. Bethesda games. Um, but also, mm-hmm. I think just hearing you talk about Fallout 3, the thing I'm most uh, excited for is to have you play Fallout New Vegas. Because okay. Fallout New Vegas is made in Bethesda's game engine, the creation engine, and okay. uses like almost the exact same assets from Fallout 3. But they okay. handed all of that out to the developers that originally created Fallout. Okay. They handed all of that stuff to them and was like, okay, now you have the opportunity to make one of these new style Fallout fallout games and it so review score wise it didn't do as well as fallout 3 did but Uh it has a much larger following i feel like or at least a much more vocal following than fallout 3 does i've heard that i've heard of of fallout new vegas having having like kind of a being kind of a fan favorite like i i've heard of people talk about it um how do how do i want to say it in a similar way to like people that defend oh i don't really know what it is but people people defend it and and sort of yell at other people for liking like Fallout 4. And yeah, yeah, Fallout, exactly. Uh, I mean, that's, that's honestly, you're, because you're, they're, you're they're like, you hit the nail yeah, on the yeah. head, man. They're, they're and, like, this is real Fallout. That's, I mean, that's new stuff. <laughs> and personally, I prefer 3 to Fallout yeah. New Vegas. And okay. I, I get into arguments with people all the time because of so many people just really, like you said, love to shout how much better New Vegas is than 3. And I right. do agree that from a mechanics standpoint, they improved a lot in New okay. Vegas. But there's something about the world that Bethesda builds that to me is just special and that no other company has been able to match. So I'm just interested to see kind of what you'll feel if you'll if you'll enjoy the mechanics and whatnot more in Fallout New Vegas to the point to where you actually think that's the better game. Or if you enjoy the world so much in three or New Vegas that, you know, you pick one or the other, whatever the case may be. Um, But I hope you'll play more Fallout 3 so that you actually get more of a feel for the world, because the vault is such a tiny, tiny piece of of the it world is. as a yeah. whole. It, it, but it is hands down the best tutorial I've ever played. Yeah. Other other than I will say a clear a very a very close rival, if not beating it slightly, is the tutorial in the uh remake of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two. I haven't got to play that yet. I need to. I need to pick it up. I, and play I, it I loved that tutorial. I thought that it was it was just it was perfect. I, I felt like it didn't really hold your hand, but it was a training video. It felt like you were being trained. to skateboard and you were like learning how to do all these tricks but even more than that you were learning the theory behind the trick and how it relates to other ones so Mm -hmm. that you can more effectively combo tricks and get points and experience okay so i i was very i was very happy 
happy about that. Um, so that was this good. video that was is starting point. to run a little bit long, so we're going to start wrapping it up. But just real quick before we go, I wanted to I uh -huh. made the same point in the Fallout 1 video, but okay. I also just I just wanted to say again that there's also just something very special to me about the way the Fallout universe mashes that 1950s feel with with future tech and then having mm -hmm. that that old music from the real world playing in the background and whatnot. And yeah, yeah, there's always something about just, you know, exploring the world, doing whatever it is you're doing, whether you're going on a murder's rampage or, or stealing right. everything you possibly can or whether you're genuinely trying to help people and be a good person right. but all the while just having these I don't know what to call them exactly I mean music from the 1950s is what I'm trying to say but I don't know yeah. there's just something kind of haunting about it almost you know walking around this post-apocalyptic world with yeah. music from the 50s and yeah. uh, there's just something so special about that to me and mm -hmm. I also get emotional sometimes playing these games seeing really of the the effects that the nuclear war had on the world right um right you know things like a, a slight trigger warning i guess but uh things like children um the skeletons right. of children nestled up against their their parents in a bed and and uh, just yeah. you know skeletons yeah, yeah, yeah. uh nothing left to them or or teddy bears being being grasped in their arms things like that it's just very it also makes a statement about you know the world as it is and uh there's just something very special about that to me and i i think fallout will always be one of my favorite franchises and that's a mm -hmm. large part of it um right there so gotcha oh well, yeah that's that i mean that that's kind of a heavier note but yeah i mean i haven't really gotten that part gotten to that part in the game yeah. you know but it is uh that is something to think about i i never really thought about that part of it before but that is that is something um so what how do you play these games do you play a more violent i killed the overseer i did i, I did I not i didn't I've know played, i wasn't supposed to and i've played through then... these games so many times so fun fact i actually uh played this game about five or six times before i beat it um mm -hmm. and by played the game i don't mean like turned it on i mean put like at least 50 to 100 hours each playthrough in before okay. i i eventually decided to do a playthrough where i actually beat it so i have literal hundreds of hours into fallout 3 right. um and each time i play it i tend to play it a little bit differently um so it's okay. not just more of the same but generally mm -hmm. speaking i'm a good guy mm -hmm. um as in like i don't kill innocent people or anything like that I, i'm moral my moral compass usually points towards the good side in the game but right. i do tend to steal stuff and pick up like everything i can <laughs> um right yeah and i'm just kind of a pack rat in video games in general so that's kind of how i play yeah, but uh i've the in these games i've never it's not like the gta stuff where in these games i tend to just randomly go on murderous rampage that's pretty yeah. rare yeah. i have tried it before there's mm -hmm. a option that you get very early in the game to whether you blow up an entire town or save an entire town essentially wow. or just do nothing um okay. so i've only ever done one playthrough where i've blown up the entire town just as an example so gotcha okay well that's i mean that's that is very interesting i was um the game that i can most relate this to for me personally is knights of the old republic mm. um, yeah, okay. i can see it it, it, yeah. it it reminds me of that but it's more it's much more um you move around more <laughs> yeah <laughs> in this game you have more you have a lot more control over your character knights of the old republic is much more rpg Stiff. 
yeah yeah it then 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 this game you you're not a lot of um not very action heavy in knights of the old republic uh you pick all of your moves and then they act out pre-rendered yeah uh yeah. animations um that's that's how that game is played but uh similar like uh stats and um skills and right. different things right. like that but all all related to star wars uh so you have force powers and different things like that but for uh star wars actually um very specifically lines up your um your light side and your 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 dark side mm. so depending on your actions and your conversations in the game gives you light side points or dark side points yeah and you get the uh, same sort of thing in this game things. as well do you um, okay yeah it's it's not called it's just light not side, dark side, but i know there is if you go into your pit boy you can see how you align um oh, okay. morally so that is a thing okay. and it unlocks like new characters that you can get as companions will only join mm-hmm. you if you're like a certain level of good or a certain level of bad and uh different things like that it doesn't play a major okay. role in the game most of the time but it is okay. a thing in this game as well gotcha well that's that's definitely interesting mm-hmm. um yeah but i i loved it i i want to play more i would play just one more level of fallout 3 in fact i intend to i would like to do that before i uh play new vegas maybe yeah. maybe not i would like to at least play more of it i don't know about beating it because if you're if you're logging 50 hours into this bad boy and you didn't even beat it um it's not because i, I couldn't i don't have. know <laughs> though to be fair fallout 3 is okay. actually pretty short um really? if, you, if you if you beeline the main storyline you could easily okay. beat it in that 50 hours less time even to be okay. honest it's okay. just there's so much to explore and do if you right. choose to and right. i yeah. chose to <laughs> gotcha okay yeah so I, I i'm not sure how far i'd get into it i might look up like a guide to get the most out of it in, in a, a shorter amount of time just just for the purposes of what we're doing not because i wouldn't want to relax and enjoy it but just for the purposes of what we're doing yeah, to i mean along i wouldn't suggest it play new vegas or something because uh you can without looking at a guide you can see what's like your main quest line and what's not your main quest line oh okay. so if you're just wanting to That'll get through the story then. more quickly i would just stick to right. the main quest line unless there's something that really piques your interest and gotcha. then you know you can you can go off and do that sort of thing so okay um i just i would hate to have anything spoiled for you because you decided to to look at a guide to help speed you along that's all that's true that's but, that's true yeah. that's a good uh that's a good point yeah i i and i don't i i don't want that i want to avoid that and i'm, I'm so excited christian i'm so eager to see what happens in your your video footage here about uh what happens when you don't kill the overseer right <laughs> does she does she does she go with you she does not she doesn't she never goes she does oh not. yeah so it doesn't she even matter i made her hate me for no reason yeah. <laughs> and, and i <laughs> I didn't even mean I didn't even realize it was him that I was fighting. I thought it was just some guy. Like oh, I didn't even geez. know. So I'm just and I ran out of bullets too. So I really went at him with the bat. And I, I was, it terrible. was bad. Oh no. Oh jeez. And she would just she just stood there and cried and she wouldn't talk to me, but she still shows up for this scene for yeah. some reason. Like yeah. she still shows up there. It's and, a scripted thing. It's always she always shows yeah, up. Yeah. And, and she, she she yelled at me about it. She told me she couldn't even look at me and i i walked out of the vault hanging my head in shame and she doesn't there's no so there's no scenario where she goes with you no no there's scenario none. where she goes with you now you do 
eventually get a comeback to the vault if you choose to. And your okay. your dialogue and things is a little bit different depending on what you do. Um, you know, so like it does make changes, but it's relatively small changes, to be honest with you. And that's one of the biggest things that a lot of people um didn't like in this game compared to some of the other fallouts was some of your choices didn't seem to have that big of an impact. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I would argue that you can blow up an entire town. So your choices right. have a little bit of impact. <laughs> but anyways, gotcha. we're getting into argument and 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 fan flaming stuff and whatnot. So it's just okay. Yeah. But uh, again, this episode's running a little bit long. So I would definitely play just one more level as well. I think I've said mm-hmm. just about everything that I need to say about the game. Um, yeah, I, I definitely plan on playing it again. Once you add mm-hmm. mods and stuff into it, you could play this game for the rest of your life. And I don't think you would really get that bored of it. So oh. yeah. Okay. But well, all right. Okay. I Unless gotcha. John has anything else. I think that's it. For I know. Fallout 3. Yeah, that's it. That's it for Fallout 3. Fallout 3. Fallout 3. <laughs> Fallout 3. <laughs> Thank and you so much, um, everyone, for joining us. Yes. We hope yes. to see you again next week or yes. and this Friday as well, because this Friday we'll be covering Super Mario Brothers. So make yes. sure you check that know, out. I don't know if that lines up just right. It might. Uh, Super Mario uh, Little Nightmares this later. week and then yes, Super Mario Little Brothers Nightmares this week. This yeah, week. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Which is whatever. Point the, is another video Friday. Check it out. <laughs> Yes. Thank you so much for watching. And we, you didn't have to, but you do. And we appreciate it. <laughs> didn't uh, have to, but you do. Uh, you can find this, this all up. <laughs> you can find it. You can find it. You can find us down in the description. Uh, below the video, go look, uh, uh, look geez. down, scroll down a little bit in the comments, yep. not the comments, the description. Um, all of our links, this... both personal and for the podcast, please go check us out and support us. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you everybody so much for watching. And bye bye, everybody. Yeah. We need to end this. Bye bye. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>